ladies and gentlemen. Put on your listening ears. You're thinking caps. And a fresh pair of socks. Coming to you live. From Area 51 and three quarters. Here is... Sorry. We... Tried. Tried. <laughs> that wasn't a, too that's bad. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that might be fun. We are rolling. What? What? And you looked at me like you had, you had something to say. No, is eye contact illegal now? <laughs> I don't Apparently. know. You, just, you said, yeah. you're like gesturing at Harrison like you were expecting to. him to do no, something. No, I was not gesturing at anybody. And I, then I looked at Harrison and was like, no, what, what's he doing over there? Mode, dude. <laughs> I was clearing my throat. That was it. I was like, you oh, said, my throat's kind of itchy. Did like, yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> we were pointing your head at Harrison? I'm like, what's, what's no. going on over there? No, I did not mean to. <laughs> Frank doesn't know what's going on either. Oh, Frank. He's looking at you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Anyway. <laughs> if any Great of this stays audio in. Medium. Yeah. If, if any <laughs> of this even stays in. Uh Hello and welcome to Sorry We Tried. As always, I am not your fir- your <laughs> your first voice but i am your host we just, we just need to retire. no <laughs> it's time to hang it up <laughs> is this our last episode <laughs> do we retire after this one we quit after justice league <laughs> yeah, that was in movie, my contract and then, always and then our tech is dying on us <laughs> technically not the tech it's the the micro usb cord seems like it's working now for for now hopefully Shut your fingers. Hope it doesn't die Shout in the middle. Double A batteries. <laughs> I'm just gonna do a whole retake here. Cut out, cut out the whole thing. Go for it. Or maybe I'll leave it in. Sometimes I just decide to leave everything in and make myself look bad. Sometimes it's fun. What do you want, Frank? See, I have the balls to do that. Unlike our previous editor, who would try to cut out things that made him look bad. It's <laughs> because I was the editor. <laughs> well, he, he would cut it out, but he would. Of leave course, it, he would leave it in just enough that we could hear it. <laughs> that was that's probably one of my favorite stories yeah. of the, the background production of this. <laughs> was that time that we were interviewing uh, our old yeah. youth pastor? And oh, uh, I about that. Harrison, he said, thanks for having me. And then Harrison <laughs> said, thanks for having us. <laughs> and in the final edit, he tried to gain that specific part of the episode down. I don't know why he didn't just cut it out completely. I tried. <laughs> that was the best I could get. But he like gained it down. We had a crap set up at the time <laughs> and it picked up every voice in the room. <laughs> so it was just like, thanks for having us. Like it was really low. <laughs> yeah. But it was there. But it was there. It was, it was enough there. that we heard it and was yeah. like, did Harrison game that down? Yep. <laughs> Japan in 8K, one hour relaxing aerial. Let's watch that. <laughs> but anyways, uh, hello and welcome to Sorry We Tried. As always, I am not your host, but I am the one who talks first. My name is Spencer Gilliland on the ones and twos. Um, I didn't write any nicknames this time. The Lizard King, Harrison Brock. I would use them every time. Because it's the first one that comes to my mind. Oh. See, for a while, I, I I stopped cycling them out, and those were y'all's consistent ones. So they're kind of stuck in there. Those those are the most iconic in my mind. Agreed. So, uh, 
and also as always proudly reigning from the third chair vengeance and the night robinson robbie owens that would be me even though we're all sitting on the same chair technically this is a connected <laughs> couch well the third chair where does that come from like what does that terminology actually mean uh, I only know it in reference to a podcast that I listen to where there are two guys on it. And yeah. So they refer to the audience as the third chair. That's not. Oh. So that's the only. <laughs> so would. So Robbie's the third chair. The audience in is this the scenario, fourth. Yeah. In our scenario, the audience would be the fourth chair. Yeah. In this conversation. Yeah. I think I'm just procrastinating because I don't want to talk about the topic of today's I think episode. You're right. <laughs> oh, speaking of procrastinating, I don't know. We're probably not. We were gonna have like maybe try to squeeze in a free talk episode while we're recording today, but considering it's already seven o'clock, that's probably not gonna happen. Uh, Robbie, do you want to tell our Blue Beetle story real quick? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Please that, do. This is actually what I was looking forward to most. <laughs> Let me get this uh, one-hour aerial view going really quick. Or here's eleven hours. <laughs> I'll take eleven. Looks great. <laughs> Oh, God. Turn this down. Sorry. Copyright, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) We're done. Taco Bell's going to (laughs) ruin (laughs) it. Just like it ruins my bowels every time I eat it. (laughs) Now we got a defamation case on our hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's what's the Blue blue Beetle story? My brain, you definitely said defecation case. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as Harrison knows... Right, we went and saw Blue Beetle this afternoon. Yes. So I, I, I got this. I'm good. All right. Um, and we, so we, we got there at 12, and we watched a bunch of previews for what seemed like way unnecessarily long. Which, I mean, and you sat through. You lo- you missed a couple of them. Yeah. So I missed a couple. I still unfortunately had to watch the the Gran Turismo trailer again, uh-huh. uh, which I've seen a million times. Uh, and then there was a Trolls trailer, yeah. and then there was a Paw Patrol trailer, <laughs> and then after Paw Patrol, they did the Wonka trailer with Timothy Chalamet. Oh. And then there was one more trailer. Okay. Before the movie started. And can I just quickly pipe in for a second yeah. and say that this is not a full theater, but almost every person in this theater is a child. Yeah. Well, okay. And also for a little bit of background, we are in the Dolby theater. So like, I mean, like it, the sound in this, in this theater is heightened. Every little sound is, is made to shake the theater and scramble your brain. And Anyway, the, the the thing pops up on the screen that you know says this this preview has been approved for all audiences, which is really funny to me. And then okay, we open this new movie on a nunnery, okay, and it's a bunch of kids in their bunk beds in this creepy nunnery. Right? Is this for the movie you went to see or for a trailer? No, it's a trailer okay. right before Blue. It's the okay. last trailer before Blue Beetle. Starts. And all the trailers have been either PG-13 movies or children's yeah, movies. Yeah, I mean, the, gotcha. listen, the Paw Patrol, okay? Yeah. It was like before <laughs> this, yeah. That's, what, that's, that's the fair. kind of intensity we're seeing here. Right. And... Um, and so this and this the way this trailer starts is these kids are all in bed at night and they hear this loud sound and it wakes them up and of course the sound like i said in the theater absolutely shakes you right and anyway these kids like most kids do unfortunately in these movies go and check out the noise of course and they go upstairs 
And this well, whole at, time, at, at this point, the second, like there was, it was really sinister. Yeah. And like, it was clearly a horror movie trailer. And I'd looked away and Robbie said, is this the nun? Yeah. So, oh, so no. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of the nun, right? I have. I saw the trailer the for it movie. last and, time I went to the, the theater. Nun, the pic, the, like, you've, if you've seen the nun, yeah. she's a pretty creepy looking individual. Yeah. Um, and I knew they were making a new one, but I didn't know. Actually, no, I didn't know. I was 98% sure they were making a new one, but it was just enough to gaslight myself. And I was like, maybe that's not what this is, right? And I'm over here whispering to Spencer, and I'm like, I think this is the nun trailer. And he was like, no. he was looking down, and I'm still watching. And I guess in my in my brain, I'm still thinking, there's no way, right? right there's right, no right. way they're playing it. And so I'm watching, and like this this little girl like peeks under the uh, the door and she's like looking through the little crack in the door and she shines <laughs> her light up and then like it's a slow pan up yep. and like I mean like straight to the point like I mean jump scare onto her face and it is the nun yep. and I jump and the theater obviously is rumbling <laughs> everywhere and I look at Spencer and I go yeah it was the nun because his <laughs> eyes are closed at this point and then they do a second jump scare where I guess mm -hmm. the nun tries to kill the kid and then they cut to the title card and Spencer looks at me and he goes oh my god he's like there are kids and like there are young kids in this <laughs> oh, theater no. and then as soon as the trailer ends we hear a kid start wailing behind no. us I mean, crying. <laughs> and we oh. were, I was trying so hard not to laugh, but I also felt terrible because like I said, this is like, these are young. Well, yeah, kids. we were, we weren't oh, the only man. ones in the theater who yeah. were saying like that. They're like the dudes are in the same row as us. Like they said something too, didn't they? Yeah, no, the, the, the guy's right next to us. He was like, we just watched a Paw Patrol trailer. <laughs> um, Dang. But no, it brought me back to a story that I had that I told Spencer about in 2011. I went to go see a movie called Dolphin Tale with my family, <laughs> which is supposed I, to be remember this well a very um <laughs> a very family friendly movie because um, it is a very family friendly movie and anyway about a dolphin who lost half its butt or something start, i don't remember we start the movie and it opens on like <laughs> yeah. a, there's like a scene in like the arctic circle and it's like a truck driver and his best friend and they're uh -huh. speaking in a different language uh -huh. and they're so they got subtitles on the bottom of the screen and I'm with my aunt and my cousin who at the time is like six years old, right? Oh no. Okay. And so she's asking her, her mom to read the subtitles off to her Ooh. and the guys start making sex jokes, like very like detailed, mm. like vulgar sex jokes. And my poor aunt is like reading them off because no, no. she doesn't understand. She thinks this is a part of Dolphin Tale, right? <laughs> And, and so what a bold here, way to yeah, open dolphin I'm tail like, what, no. what is going on yeah and then um this giant monster eats both of them and oh, then no. and, and in a horrific way too and then it cuts to the title card and it says the thing there was a horror movie called the thing that came out in 2011 uh -huh. and they mixed up the the movies in the back <laughs> And played the thing for an audience full of 10-year-olds. Oh, and no. the whole theater got up and left at the same time. I bet. And everybody was uh, was not very happy. Man. And then there was like 15 minutes of sitting in, in darkness while they tried to find the right movie. And then we watched Dolphin Tale. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I've told this on the show before, but I have a very similar experience mm -hmm. where we went to go see, like my whole family went to go see the SpongeBob movie 2 <laughs> on opening day. It was on Valentine's Day that we went to go see it. And Fifty Shades of whatever, whatever, whatever movie movie they were on in the series at that point had also come out that same day and 
my dad or my dad was chatting it up with this dude and his son it was like this this like grandpa and it was, it was a grandpa and like his grandkid and like talking about how like yeah we're all going to see spongebob it's gonna be great uh and then dad sees these this guy and his son walk into a different theater hmm. that was playing 50 shades whatever and no. my dad sits down and goes oh my god <laughs> and he like he like run he he runs out and he goes see the, the the attendant and goes can I go get them because that's like they obviously can't be in there he's like and the guy was like yeah go go get them and my dad ran in there and got him like right before like the trailers had already started yeah. but I think he managed to save them from wow. <laughs> intense trauma. Uh, while I'm thinking about wrestlers. Just real quick to kind of get you guys in the mood because I know getting talking about wrestling gets you guys really excited. Yeah, who, it does. who is the best wrestler of all time? Ooh. Of all time? Of all time. Mm. WWE, WWF, XFL, mm. WCW does not matter. Who, who's the best wrestler Just of all time? General performance. Whatever metric you want to use. Mm. Ooh, wow. I'm going to turn the I AC on real think quick. about that for a second. Because I know there there is an I feel like there's an argument for like some of those classic '90s guys like Stone Cold, mm-hmm. Undertaker, Under the Giants in that conversation. I feel. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. What, what, what were the twi- the world's fattest twins? What were their names? <laughs> what are the twins talking about? The, the McGuire twins. twins? Yeah. <laughs> they're in that conversation. I don't know if Yikes. they're in that conversation. I don't think that's true. Yeah, you say that until both of them come. What was their combo move? One of them would would just jump on top of you, and the other one would roll over you. Uh, I, I just I, <laughs> probably I don't there know. was a steamroller or no, something. That, that was their steam. That was their yeah. finishing move. Was that they had yeah. they both steamrolled over you? No, his finishing move was driving off of a canyon, but <laughs> over Niagara Falls, <laughs> not was, a canyon. That was, his, that was his finisher for sure. Um. Now, oh man, those, those those classic guys. There's an argument for them. You could probably also say The Rock. You could probably also say somebody like John Cena or yeah. One of, I think we're also at the point to where Roman Reigns is in the conversation for a lot of people just because of yeah. his title reign being historic. But if I had to, if I had to, I think I'm going, I'm going The Undertaker if I have to go because he's the perfect <laughs> mix of like, uh, because he's been. He's a he, seven foot well, he zombie. Kinda, well, he also yeah, a zombie cowboy. No, he that loves uh, motorcycles. He, I feel like he is out- he canonically a zombie in the yeah, no, 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 he's not. He's not actually a zombie. Um, but no, he uh, he outlasted a lot of people, and I think he put up a good, consistent body of work for a long time. Lots of really important matches. Mm-hmm. Um, famous for pretty much being Mr. WrestleMania. That wasn't actually his nickname. That was Shawn Michaels' nickname. Mr. Uh, Worldwide. But he was like 30-0 and at WrestleMania at one point. Um, so, like, you know, big deal. Um, but also, like I said, just somebody you can rely on, a very consistent performer throughout. And uh, while you could argue somebody like Austin carried the 90s, Austin and Rock, really. What? But uh, <laughs> Undertaker, I feel like, he was up there at the top, too, up there with, like, Triple H and, and Michaels and, and kind of the cream of the crop at the time. But also, like I said, he outlasted all of them and I feel like didn't really ever suffer any major injuries never really left the company kind of just set and paid his dues and um, really helped a lot of people out behind the scenes so if I had to I'd say I'd say Undertaker Harrison do you disagree? Uh, always um, <laughs> always and forever always and forever uh, no I think the the first wrestler that I really connected with was uh, Brian Danielson 
as oh, he is known up now. There, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he would probably be my, my go to favorite. Although right but now, greatest LA of all time is different from favorite, though. Yeah, but he and yeah, but he also he was introduced up to there wrestling sure. really late, and so mm-hmm. like he's only got to see a little bit of the sample size. And yeah, of I didn't that realize pair, how popular he was back yeah. in the day well, when like, he was at WWE. Well, as he, Daniel he, Bryan. He's definitely not the guy, but he's he's up there in What's the ranks. What's CM Punk in that conversation? I would say yeah, it's a little bit more of a controversial yeah. pick, I'd say. But I like like me personally, like who do I think is the most talented wrestler of all time? CM Punk. I think he had the perfect mix of in ring. I, I don't think anybody could touch a microphone like him. But would anybody within nobody can touch the. Uh, the young bucks that like him either. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. But corporately or within the business, would anybody ever say CM Punk? Maybe a few people would. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's more, like I said, especially with all that's happened recently, it's a very controversial Which we're going to have to catch up on that. Pick. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll, have to, yeah, we'll have to figure out how to fit that in there without going into like a 40-minute tirade. Would your, would your GOAT pick be any different from like your just personal favorite? Oh, yeah, totally. Who, I have who was your personal favorite personal then? Favorite. Uh, I Because I, I grew up in the... The 2010-2011 era of wrestling, which mm-hmm. is completely different than what wrestling was back then. So, like I love like The Miz, like Dolph Ziggler, people like that. Like those were my personal John favorites Cena? growing up. I was a John Cena fan for a short amount of time. Oh, uh, somebody else I would probably argue is the greatest of all time. So, if not The Undertaker, I would also I'd say Randy Orton because oh, he's yeah. also a model of consistency. No he's been around for a long time. Just a solid performer you can rely Prima on. Mysterio? Great in the ring. Great. He's he's great, but I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't put him in the greatest of all time conversation. But if we're talking Mostly the definition just of, of his, consistency, uh, his lack of uh variety yeah i think is the well, only thing that makes him not yeah. the greatest of all and time he's great but he he's and, one of the most consistent he's in-ring performers in the main for sure. event, but he was never really the main event yeah. and i feel like it's now, like you've got to have a certain or yeah <laughs> dominic will be an all-time <laughs> great by the time he's done uh but no i think like i said i think what really draws me to people like randy orton and the undertaker and maybe even on a lesser scale cena is just like their reliability and their yeah. longevity um, and because it's, it's like I think you could even make the argument as far as like a, a workhorse adapting to mm-hmm. what's popular and stuff at the time would be uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, no, I think I he's agree. done a really yeah. good job with that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Staying like, relevant for that long is really hard to do. Like arguing <laughs> the greatest of all time in wrestling is so hard because They're it's all not. Actors? Well, yeah, it's it's not <laughs> yeah. like football where it's like you can like 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 I you feel can't like just it, go by it's the a stats. little bit more clear cut <laughs> or it's like you can watch and like you know that it's their performance that got them there. It's like. In the wrestling business, it's a who-knows-who type scenario. And yeah, mm-hmm. hard work is important sometimes, right? But at the end of the day, people are going to get pushed if corporately they have backing. And it's like wins and losses and accolades within the company really don't matter as much. And you know, people will argue like that's part of why people think Cena or like Roman at the top because yeah. of their in kayfabe title reigns. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like that's what's been deemed to them by uh-huh. the people the, by the powers that be and it doesn't take away from their work ethic don't get me wrong and the things that they had to do to get to the top um, but you have to look at all the different intricacies when it comes to wrestling because it is such a delicate subject and now, it isn't just as cut and dry as, far as, as like who's the in-ring performance one of my favorites is Hook He's one of my favorites to watch in the ring. Yeah, he's got a long way he's to go. He's very though. fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody asked, him, asked me who my favorite was. Who's, Who's your yours? favorite? MJF. Oh, my. Shanky. <laughs> oh, my. That's I what Shanky said. an homo sapien. <laughs> I can dance if I want to. I will say, though, if we, so if we, um, 
if we compartmentalize it to a specific era, nobody beats Stone Cold. Because I, I just wanted to bring yeah. it back full time to the Stone Cold conversation. <laughs> uh, no, nobody sure. revolutionized the business in the way that Stone Cold did in the 90s. Uh-huh. He's the reason mm-hmm. that wrestling is what it is today. It's uh, the reason it's and, cool. Yeah. I mean, he and Rock, <laughs> you could argue, and like I said, people like Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels, but S- Steve Austin was the face oh, of yeah. that revolution. And he was really the guy that pretty much carried the mantle into the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I don't think wrestling is as mainstream as it is today, if not for the, the Attitude Era in the 90s, Agreed. which he helped bring about. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, That's probably that's the only era of wrestling that I'd be interested in watching, just because it's, from yeah, what I've seen, it's, it's wild. insane. It is. It, I, I still it's see clips now. It's like I've got a pretty extensive wrestling knowledge. I still see clips now where I'm like, A, where did this happen? B, <laughs> how was this allowed on national television? <laughs> No, it's so accurate. But no, yeah, very wacky, very wacky. Like time. I've seen the one clip where Vince McMahon takes a lie detector test and reveals his fetishes. It's like this is on <laughs> this is a national broadcast. Yeah, yeah. A or wrestling like Stone Cold, broadcast. Stone Cold driving a, a a milk truck into the arena <laughs> and spraying people down. What well, was beer? Actually, he spraying people down with beer. Somebody else recreated it later with milk. Or like Steve Steve Austin showing up to Vince McMahon in the hospital and like beating him to death with a bedpan. <laughs> like I mean, like some of that stuff was nuts. <laughs> Uh, or even Vince McMahon like sitting in a limo and then like the limo driving off and blowing up like I mean like yeah. I don't know oh, where he okay. faked his okay. death no that's this is a really quick story have you, you've heard that because yeah. you saw the doc have you ever heard that story vaguely, okay. vaguely. so oh Vince McMahon did an angle I don't remember exactly what the story was behind it but he did an angle where he got in the limo and the limo blew up and in story he was dead like that was the story <laughs> well they had to uh, the company had to come out and immediately resend it because People thought he actually died. Yeah, like, he there actually were, like, died tabloid on tabloid articles, and like the news was all over it, and thought that like, like Vince, Vince McMahon, McMahon had died dead. on camera. <laughs> oh man, that, that's a Vince angle, though. Yeah, really I'm is. gonna fake my own death on TV. Yeah. <laughs> if only he'd stayed dead. <laughs> No, I did see a comment the other day where somebody was like, he should have got... He, somebody said... <laughs> he should have done it for real. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously there's there's a lot oh, of turmoil man. within the company right now. And somebody tweeted underneath it and like, he should get in the limo. And nobody said anything. And he responded to his own comment and said, you know the one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Joseph Vince was so dedicated to the craft. He's like, if in order to die in this storyline, I have to die for real. <laughs> he's like, put me in the exploding limo. Do it. His ego's too big for that your job mm-hmm. is on the line if you don't put me in this limo full of bombs so i'm pretty sure he's invincible i'm pretty sure even if they blew him up he would be fine the power of his own sinfulness and hatred will just keep his body <laughs> yeah. together these weren't just innocent bystanders these were enemies who felt the wrath of god's backhand when tough love must get even tougher God's backhand When evil plays rough God can play rougher Sorry We Tried is a production of John Cheeto Media. Any unauthorized use of clips, segments, or material from this program will result in our team of expert beekeepers unleashing the bees on every one of your loved ones. Our lawyers okayed this. They really did.